It's got vision. It's got ministry. It's got loyalty. I feel it. It's got direction. It's got some funky old music. This rhythm's it's got rhythm. It's got soul. It's got a face from every race. <laughs> the blight, the white, the brown in between. Church, you ain't seen what God can do for this church. All right. I guess this is get acquainted day. Amen. So we're going to direct your attention to the word. But I'm telling you, I could flow all day with you guys. I could. Amen. I'd make every gold tooth rapper drool just to be in this church, to be with you guys. Aren't you glad that our musicians are at some bar or some club that they're worshiping? Aren't you glad for the choir and the singers and pastor's wife that leads us in worship? Come on, somebody. In an atmosphere like this, with the gifts of God that operate through the ministry, amen, there is no telling what God will do and is going to do, amen, over the next few weeks. I am feeling, I feel like I just jumped in the octagon, amen, and our opponent is about to be beat down this week, praise God. Come on, somebody. We're about to have a beat-down revival, and folks are going to get the whole... I think third... I think, listen, Pastor... Now, the Bible says this. Now, follow me now. You're just going to have to go with my flow. Pastor said there's going to be 30 people get the Holy Ghost over the next few weeks. Well, God says, I can do abundantly above what you think or ask. So he said 30, and God says, I can do more than that. So pull the gift out. Pull the gift out, and let's see what the Lord has. I come not with anything canned or sermonized. Amen. We just come to you. Amen. The direction of your pastor's invitation, and we're just going to see what the Lord is going to do. Directing your attention to two portions of scriptures, one found in 1 Samuel, amen, chapter number 16, and then also in the book of John, amen, the book of John, chapter number uh, 15. So that will be 1 Samuel chapter number 16. Amen. And then also John chapter 15. I did not give these scriptures to our sound man because I usually don't know where I'm going to go. I just put it on autopilot. Amen. Been praying for two weeks, carried a bunch of notes. Amen. And I have no idea, amen, where the Lord is directing me because of what I felt, amen, as I was coming down this street, amen, and uh, we're going to let uh, the Lord have his way. Before we go any further, amen, is there anybody here that has never had the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues, amen, and you'd like to get it today, amen, raise your hand if you've never received, there's one young girl right here, you've never spoken tongues before, well, guess what, today is your red letter day. In just a few moments, I'm going to be like Drew Carey. Come on down. You're going to get the Holy Ghost. Bob Barker for some of you. Anybody else, you've never received the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. Praise God. Amen. Anybody else? Praise God. Amen. 
How many knows that there's somebody that really needs a refilling of the Holy Ghost in this place? There's probably a whole bunch of you. Some of you wives are going, yeah, he does. I'm telling you, he's a devil. Praise God. Now, uh, and then at the altar invitation, we will be inviting everybody down. I will say this before we go into the Word, amen, today. Do your very best, do your very best to get people to the house of the Lord. I would like for every one of you, if you can, amen, at least by Wednesday, if not before Saturday, because we will be doing outreach every day, amen, starting with Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We will be coming here, and if you have names of people that you would like me to visit, amen, give me five names of people that you know, and I'm going to challenge you. Give me five names of people that you don't know. Now, just not names. We want their address, their phone number, amen, social security, visa card number. Get as much information as you can, and we will go visit them. Now, don't send me to TJ to go visit somebody, because you may have to get another evangelist, but... Find somebody, amen, a, a backslider, an inslider, a side slider, whoever it is, a coworker, a neighbor, an in-law. I will visit anybody. I will go to the hood. I will go anywhere that you want me to go and visit people. Now, if you'd like to come with me, uh, you're more than welcome to come with me. It's not just about going to the hood or going to the ghetto. Amen. We can go in all types of places. And then on Saturday, amen, we will take time and, and go out to outreach on Saturday for about an hour and a half. Uh, we'll hit about maybe uh, 7 to 15 garage sales, and then we'll go to lunch. That's a normal Saturday. Win souls, go garage sale, and go eat. Right? Is that the way we do it? <laughs> Praise God. So by Wednesday or at least by Saturday, turn in these names and be prayerful about it. Give me these names. Amen. I will, we will definitely uh, have a crew. Now, if you'd like, amen, to go out with us, contact Pastor. I'll give you my phone number on Wednesday. Amen. And uh, we know our place. After 30 years of ministry, we're just all about winning souls. But uh, in just a few moments... Amen. And this is the way, since this is our first, I've preached here before, years ago, years ago I preached here. Amen. But this is the way I like to have church, hot, fast, and furious, and then go eat. Now, don't, don't, if, if I don't feel like you're catching it, we're going to drag on to, you know, you know, 2 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. But if we can all be in one mind and one accord... Amen. Let's take care of your needs today. Let's take care of your needs today, your healings, your thing. And like I said, pull out the gift. It's here. Amen. And uh, we'll take care of your needs today, but we're going to focus on, I would just love over these next few weeks, amen, to see, amen, not just 30. I'd like to get that 50 mark, 50 people getting the Holy Ghost. Well, hallelujah, somebody. Well, let me just, just let me throw this out there. I think this year already we've had 711 people receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And we don't say that for a second. No, 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 no. Amen. But I'm just saying we're directed of God, and I don't want to get before myself, but this is definitely a time and a place. First Samuel chapter number 16, amen, verse number uh, one, stay with me. I'm dyslexic. I might pass some words up, but they probably don't mean anything anyway. Praise God. 
And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thy horn with oil and go, and I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. And Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hear it, he will kill me. And the Lord said, Take a, a heifer with thee and say, I am come to sacrifice to the Lord. So Samuel's on his way. Verse number 3. And, and he called Jesse to sacrifice, and I will show thee what thou shalt do, and thou shalt anoint unto, unto me him whom I name unto thee. And Samuel did that which the Lord had spake, and came to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at this coming, and said, Comest thou peacefully? Amen. And he said, Peacefully I come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Sanctify yourselves, and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons, and called unto them to sacrifice. And it came to pass, as they were come, uh, they looked on Elab and said, Surely the Lord is anointed is before him. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance, nor on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For the man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither hath I the Lord chosen him. Then Jesse said, Man, uh, all right, I'll have Shammah pass by. And he said, Neither have I uh, the Lord chosen this one. Then again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Are there here all of thy children? And he said, No, there's one. Uh, remaineth the youngest, and behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, Go fetch the boy. Amen. Verse number 12. And he sent and brought him in, and now he was a Rudy. Amen. Uh, with a beautiful countenance. Probably looked like me. Praise God. And goodly to look at. Yeah, baby. And the Lord said, Arise and anoint him, for this is he. Everyone say, This is he. Or let's just say, This is the church. There we go. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed the church. I anointed him in the midst of the brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon this church from that day forward. Did you see that right there? Amen. John chapter number 17. Amen. Or was it 15? John chapter number 15. Lengthy reading I know. Amen. John chapter 15. And then verse number uh, 15. Hence I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my Father I have made known unto you. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen this church. And ordain this church, and you should go forth and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whosoever ye shall ask in the Father's name, it may be given on to you. Are you still with me right now? I want a better, better response. Are you still with me here? All right. Don't make me be like the auctioneer today that begs for 100%. Amen. We won't be preaching long here. But will you just let the Lord open your hearts, minds, spirits, give you direction. Amen. For we are just going to simply call this today, amen, chosen time. Chosen time. Turn around to your neighbor and give him a high five and say, this is our chosen time. Praise God. Chosen time. Chosen time.
You may be seated as you clap your hands to the Lord. Clap your hands because you're not in prison today. Clap your hands because you're not in the hospital today, somebody. Clap your hands because you're not on drugs or alcohol anymore. Clap your hands because your wife or husband's in church and your kids are worshiping. Clap your hands because he's great and greatly to be praised. Somebody be thankful unto him and bless his name. Worship God with me right now and give him praise. Amen. Early this morning as we gathered for prayer, amen, asking the Lord direction on what way that the Lord would want us to go. He usually doesn't speak to me, and I don't say that I've heard from the Lord. But I do believe that the Holy Ghost has inched me forward, amen, into maybe just grabbing a hold of, of maybe even something the pastor has began to speak about, not knowing where my finger was going to land on the scriptures today, amen, sitting in the car a few minutes earlier before church, uh, me and Sister Howard were gathering our thoughts together, and I was saying once again, now God, you really haven't given me uh, some sermon or direction for a message, but I really need to know, give me just uh, 30 seconds before I hit the pulpit, what you want me to talk about. But sitting on this backside street right here, amen, as I looked over the building, all that I seen was the word chosen, chosen, chosen. Amen. When I started walking up the side of the building and I seen a good brother run into a spider's web on top of his head, I don't know where he's at. Amen. I ran into the bushes, but as I walked by this building, amen, all I felt was the word chosen, chosen, chosen. As I walked into the back door and I began to hear the songs and the praise, amen, I got the feeling this place is chosen, chosen. And I got to feeling the choir singing up, and I got to seeing the shouting and the running up, and I got to feeling this place has been chosen, chosen. I got to rubbing shoulders with the people of God here in Pasadena, and I got to feeling even stronger, chosen, chosen. Can I remind you today that God has not forgot about you, and you're not on the backside of a desert, Moses? But God says today, you're chosen. Chosen, you're chosen, you're chosen. Everybody likes to get chosen. Nobody likes to be the guy that's last picked on the team. Amen. Like old doofus. Amen. That nobody wants him on the team. Amen. Nobody likes to be second or third or fourth. Everybody likes to move into that first position. But sometimes it doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes it doesn't happen according to your schedule. Or what you might. God, I feel the Holy Ghost on me right now. And some of us have been thinking, when God, how God, where God, look at my finances, look at my job, look at my situation, amen. And we wonder if God really hears our prayers, but can I tell you, today, chosen, chosen, 
chosen. Somebody better get ready. We may have to move that water. I don't know. You're sitting on that pew and wondering, when is it my day? When is it my time? When is my miracle? When is my blessing? Can I tell you, today, you're chosen. You're chosen. Oh, some of you don't hear what I'm saying. Clap your hands to the Lord right now. Can you help me preach a little bit here? There's something about when you get the revelation of of being chosen. There's nothing more powerful when you know that the Lord has said, I have chosen you today. You may be seated. 400 years I'm beating this pulpit. I don't want to spill this water. Amen. But it's 400 years of silence and darkness. Amen. In bondage in Israel. But it was on just a normal day that Moses is somewhere on the backside of a desert. And God shows up in the burning bush and begins to speak to Moses and says, I'm chosen. Amen. I have chosen you today to go down to Israel. I have chosen you today. Can I tell some of you uh, that you feel like you're on the backside of a desert uh, and you feel like you messed your life up uh, today uh, you've been chosen uh, you've been chosen uh, you but no you don't hear what I'm saying now you're going to make me preach a little bit aren't you Amen. When I looked at this congregation, and I began to look at the uh, the whole sphere of it, I even told the hostesses that as I walked in, and I shook their hands, and I said to them, uh, hello, and do I sign a card, and do I do this? They said, you don't have to. You're the visiting evangelist. I said, I'm no better than anybody else, but I was checking your program out. I was checking your music out. I was checking out how you sit on the pew or how you worship God. I was checking out who I was going to ride with for for the next three weeks in my chariot and then I got to thinking about your pastor and your pastor's wife and their ministry and where they've come from and what they've been through and then all of a sudden again I hear the words he's been chosen to be the pastor in Pasadena they've been chosen for such a time as this Esther they've been chosen for a time of revival hey come on somebody it's our time we've been chosen We've been picked. We've been pulled out of them. Oh, see, you better get ready. You better get ready. Sister Howard, give me a few more minutes. Somebody is going to be chosen today. Somebody's being chosen today. Clap your hands one more time as you're being seated. Stay with me just a few more minutes. I'm ready to close this thing up. God speaks to individuals and God speaks to pastors and saints and God directs us by the Holy Ghost. Amen. It was on a day like any other day that here was a young boy, amen, out there on the backside of some field watching his father's sheep. Amen. As he was there, he had no idea. Everyone say, no idea. 
that the prophet was at his house, amen, sitting down about ready to have some grub, amen, and all the sacrifice was ready, and Samuel was sitting at Jesse's house, can I tell you this right now, we're in God's house, hey somebody, we're not at the club, we're not at the college, we're not at the school, we're not at the clinic, we're not at the mall, there's a special place in this house, there's a special anointing, that's like in no other place that's in God's house. A lot of things don't happen on your job. A lot of things don't happen on your college campus. A lot of things don't happen in your school. A lot of things don't happen on your block in your house. But there's something supernatural that happens in God's house. That it doesn't happen any other place for collectively we come to worship uh, and the fivefold ministry and the anointing of the saints of God uh, when the anointing hits the pulpit and the anointing comes down from above. There is something that happens uh, that God steps in uh, and says, I'm about to anoint something right now. So he's at Jesse's house. Amen. Elab passes before because he knows he's got a, a job to do. He's called to go anoint somebody. He's called to come anoint something. Amen. Can I tell you this today? Amen. God's here to anoint something today. God's here to... No, some of you just... Amen. Have no idea what's going on. Notice the setting of the scriptures. When Samuel was coming into the city or the town, amen, the folks were saying, why is he coming here? What's really going on? Are you coming peacefully? Or are you about to chop something up? What's going to happen? Amen. That's the way we are sometimes when we enter into the house of the Lord. We really don't know what's really about to take place. Amen. But something has been chosen to happen here today. And you may as well get ready because somebody is going to be chosen. Oh, you may as well clap your hands to the Lord. So it is that Eliabab passes before. Amen. And God says, no, ain't chosen him. Ain't chosen. That's not good proper English, is it? Dude, I'm in L.A., whatever. <laughs> and then Abinadab, amen, passes through. You know, that's the thing that can happen to some of the saints of God. They could just go through the Sunday morning and just pass through. Oh, let me say that again. Let me push reset. Some of you could just pass through today. Amen. But never get anointed of God. Amen. I don't want to pass through this service. I want to stop long enough to get anointed. <laughs> I want him to anoint my marriage, anoint my job, anoint my college work, anoint my, anoint my chapter, anoint, anoint, anoint me, God. Because on this day, there's a word chosen in the atmosphere. Well, I'm too old. I'm an old dude. Hey, dude, old dudes rule. I'm too old. I've done too many bad things. You know, God can choose somebody. It's, uh-uh, that's not the way God works. Amen. You could be in the backside of some flock or herd or plowing with some oxen. Amen. And the prophet come by and drop his mantle on you. And you're just plowing with the twelve. And all of a sudden you feel some chosen stuff going on. 
You can be throwing your nets into the sea and fishing. Amen. Like Brother Kim. Is that your name? Brother Kim was fishing. Amen. The other day. And it was just another day. He said, I hope I catch something. I hope I can. I hope to God that you catch a monster out there. It could be your chosen day. But that's how the disciples were. They, they were throwing their nets and just Jesus walks by. Amen. Says, follow me. And they got chosen on that day. I can go throughout the whole entire scriptures, whether they're old or whether they're young. It could be in the king's palace, amen, or it could be somebody that says, I'm not a prophet nor the son of a prophet, but God chose me today. You could be a 12-year-old, a teenager. You could be married. You could be unmarried. You could be in the church all your life, or you could be a new one in the church. But on special days, God chooses special things. So it is that as seven sons passed before, amen, Jesse, and there's going to be something more here, amen, never leave the service too quickly. Well, he's calling the altar call. It's time to go to Golden Corral. It's time to go to Las Amigos for some burritos, carne asada, some frijoles. Look, some of you are going, oh, my God. Dude, I like this 12 o'clock service. She woke up at 8 o'clock and fixed biscuits and gravy. I can go all day, baby. I ain't got no growling going on. I preach faster when I don't eat because I feel this. Oh, my God, let's get this thing done. I'm hungry. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Amen. People get prayed for. Not, not, this ain't it. This ain't it. He anointed everyone. <laughs> Where's the guy? Where's the guy? Sammy says, is there not just one more? I mean, do you got anybody, a servant, uh, uh, you know, a, a stepson, somebody? Says, yeah, I got a young guy. I got, I got a boy. He's out there. Hey, man, well, go get him. We're not doing anything. That's powerful right there. Sometimes we get nervous. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry. Sometimes maybe we should just not do anything until God moves. That would really make you feel nervous, huh? It's like, come on, let's get with the program. Wait a minute, he's the programmer. We ain't going to control this thing. He's the chooser. Hey, man, the chooser is going to choose the chosen. And when you get chosen by the chooser, then you become the chosen. So get ready to get chosen today. Because it's not my choice. It's his choice. And walking down the street, there's a word saying, Chosen! in the house today bring me one more yeah he's coming from Tennessee there's one more yeah all the other ones that went before but there's one I call him all the way from Tennessee with a banjo on his knee oh that's a different song Alabama you from Alabama oh yeah okay yeah 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 hey let me preach this thing huh Come on. What do you want? 10%? What do you want? Huh? Are you feeling good in God's house? Do you feel like possibly He might be choosing you today? My God, I want to close this up, but i got to get some of you that are just wandering around. I want to gather you together in the plan of God for the next... Amen. we got to see 50 people get the Holy Ghost, and we got to realize... Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. 
Hello, you got mail. Amen. Come on, follow the Twitter. Amen. God sent a revival to Pasadena. You're anointed. You got the singing. You've got a building. You've got the crowd. But we're about to be chosen. Hear me, Pastor. Mark it down. Amen. A lot of us follow God for a long time. And a lot of us pastor and evangelize and teach and serve God on pews year after year. Amen. And we follow Jesus. But there's one particular day in every Christian's life that no longer is he just a servant. All of a sudden he becomes a friend of God. He says, I have not, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And you are not going to be a servant anymore. Something changes in the, oh my, katabo And you evangelize and you wait for, when is it going to happen for me? Amen. But there's a day that it happens for you and this church and this preacher and this elder. Amen. And these young men and everybody one day, you are no longer just a slave or a servant. But all of a sudden, I am a friend of God. Oh, I feel like singing that song right now. I am a friend of God. Friend of God, I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. Everybody, come your. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. And all of a sudden, amen, David walks into the house. He looks around. He says, what's up, pops? And all of a sudden, he sees the prophet. He says, whoa, dog. This is serious. Can I tell you there's a time to have church, and then there's a time to really be serious and understand this is a chosen day. We could go through the motions. Oh, we had good church. Oh, that evangelist is funny. Oh, I like that. We had groove in church today. But all of a sudden, we get serious. Say, wait a minute. What? This is a serious moment in God. This is a moment in time that it passes by. That we are no longer just serving. That this church is chosen. I feel not only am I preaching to the congregation, but I'm speaking something into the pastor. Amen. Something's being chosen here today. There's something about being chosen for such a time as this. Watching churches grow from 50s and the 60s and the 100s and all of a sudden overnight. Pastor, you understand what I'm saying? All of a sudden from that church of maybe 100, I count and maybe you got 100 and kids downstairs and, and ladies that are pregnant. We'll add everybody. We'll count everybody. Praise God. Amen. But all of a sudden something begins to change. Something begins to happen in the congregation. Something begins to just turn where pastor has to figure out, my God, we're going to have to do double services before I get this building built. Oh, you didn't catch that vision, did you? (laughs) 
churches that struggle for years and years and years and saints that struggle for years and years, then all of a sudden something changes. I'll tell you what it is that God says, Today have I chosen thee. Did you know that in the eternity of God, amen, one day he just says, This day have I begotten thee. My God, I felt the Holy Ghost when I said that. Amen. 30 years. Amen. Jesus is just waiting. Then all of a sudden, this day, as he comes up out of the water and the voice speaks to him, this day have I anointed thee. And Jesus walks into the temple. Keep speaking in tongues, intercessor, right now. Jesus walks into the temple. The book of Isaiah, chapter number 61, is delivered onto him. And he begins to read. Amen. This is the day. Amen. That I've been anointed. This is the day that I'm going to let captivity captive. This is the day I'm going to preach the acceptable. And he closes the book and he says, This day, whoppa, is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. Amen. God has a time clock and God has a time and God has a choice. And he doesn't choose it. Now, let me get this off the CD if you can. Praise God. Amen. Traveling around from church to church in Southern California. Amen. I preach a lot of places and I feel a lot of good things. But I'm telling you, as he turns.